with six chairs. The kitchen was modern and sleek, and all black and chrome. A living room and powder room completed the first floor, and the upstairs held two bedrooms, each with its own full-sized washroom. Opulence. Even after all these years, he still hated it. Colin had insisted on making the hotel reservations. Pompous arse. He knew how much Aiden loathed lavishness, which was no doubt why he'd booked the swankiest room possible. Their relationship was more like brothers than cousins, and Aiden took great pleasure in the thought that he would get his revenge somehow. Aiden put his thoughts aside and grabbed his satchel, which was stuffed with treasures sure to make Emma's unique eyes light up like a Christmas tree. He could only imagine what her response would be. That feistiness and her quick wit would be a boon in the upcoming days, if she agreed to it. He frowned. Wayward thoughts weren't going to be of aid. He needed to remain focused on his end goal, determine Emma's abilities, get the sword from the auction, and get back to Ireland before Colin could set him up on a date with some new client. Colin had held off so far but Aiden could sense his cousin's growing impatience with his determination to get back home. Despite that, Aiden hadn't any desire to be Celtic Connection's latest match. He liked his solitude, he liked his peace, and he loved how it grated on Colin's nerves. Aiden closed the door behind him and hit the elevator button, sliding his arms into his jacket. He needed to keep his wits about him, and refocus on the task. His cell rang, interrupting his thoughts. Are you downstairs? You bet your arse I am. And I got another one of those parking tickets. Kean McWilliam barked from the other end. Shite, mate. You'd best have a plate ready for me at Paddy's. The Bobbies aren't big Irish fans, and he didn't like me threatening them. The elevator dinged, and Aiden grinned at the man standing in the lobby, who doubled as his driver tonight. They don't look kindly upon brutes threatening them with swords. I'm surprised you didn't get yourself thrown in a cell for the night. Kean tightened his jaw as he shoved his phone into his pocket. I would have liked to see him try. Aiden clapped a hand on his back. Try to bring the temper down. I've got myself an important meeting, and I would appreciate it if you could turn on the charm. I know you have it in there somewhere. She'd best be a looker, Kean grumbled. Surprised by the small jolt of possessiveness he felt, Aiden shoved his hands into his pockets. Doesn't matter much, mate. They walked toward the nondescript gray sedan with a neon orange ticket on the windshield. This is business, not pleasure. Kean spat out an obscenity as he slid the ticket from under the wiper. I'm in sore need of some pleasure. Aiden rolled his eyes as he pulled open the door. You can have your fun when we get home. Let's get going already. Keen started the car. I've been waiting eight long years to get home. Another twenty seconds isn't going to change anything. Aiden pulled out some papers from his satchel. It will if you don't pay attention to the road. Drive on, Keen. Keen's sigh was deep, but he acquiesced. Aye, my laird. At seven o'clock precisely, Aiden stepped into another world. He was damn proud of this restaurant. He had designed it himself.
and hand-picked the chef from his home country. He hated all the fuss that went with opening a restaurant, so his chef, Patty, took all the recognition. It was part of their agreement. Aiden remained a silent partner, fronting the money and vision, while Patty created the delicious fare and became the face of the establishment. Aiden preferred it that way. His privacy was worth much more than what the restaurant brought in. Gregory, the efficient, if stodgy, host, led him through the public dining room, which was anchored to the left of the entrance by a wall-to-wall hearth. The back of it was blackened with soot, and the logs inside it were charred. A stack of logs and peat moss leaned haphazardly against the surround, drawing the eye to the stonework on the walls that looked as though they had stood in place for hundreds of years. The arches that broke the space into clustered areas looked smooth from...